I, w- I remember being a third grader and being so pissed off that this little seed didn't grow after sitting and staring at it for five minutes. And it's crazy now that we have these metaphorical seeds in our life, whether that's learning a language, whether that's building a business, whether that's starting a new workout plan. We can't expect it to do it for five minutes and expect it to grow even a little bit. Good morning, good day, good night. This is Quentin here on Questions with Q, and it's a great day for a new episode. Today on Questions with Q, I'm going to be talking a little bit about patience. We're going to talk about some stuff that I think you guys need to hear. First, I wanted to start with Sam Hinky. What a weird name for a person, Sam Hinky. <laughs> but Sam Hinky. Um, he is possibly one of the most controversial NBA general managers there ever has been. For those of you who do not really like sports or follow the NBA, it doesn't really matter. I still think this story has a lot of value. And most of you guys who do know sports will probably know where I'm taking this. Sam Hinkie, became the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers in 2013, right after the 76ers missed the playoffs at the ninth seed. So for those of you who don't know, the playoffs take the first eight seeds and that's it to the playoffs. So they barely missed it and they're like, we need new changes. So they hired uh, Mr. Sam Hinkie. I really hope that's how you say his name. But Sam Hinkie, he he thought of the process of NBA basketball. He thought about it a little bit different. He noticed that most teams in the NBA and in the past, that they win with stars like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. NBA teams, they need a, a superstar to win the championship. So what Sam Hinkie decided to do is they were going to think long-term. They were going to think years in advance. They weren't going to win now. They were going to win later. And a lot of people didn't like this. Um, And the reason that they, they chose to lose games was because in the NBA, the teams that do the worst, they get the highest draft pick. So the thinking was that if the 76ers did bad, uh, multiple years in a row, they could pick up superstar players to fill their roster and create a championship team. So they did this, and this plan took a lot of patience from everybody. The 76ers, Philadelphia is known to be a pretty uh, terrorizing fan base, to say the least. I listened to a podcast where they interviewed Andre Iguodala. And he talked about how people would curse him out on the sidewalk if he didn't have a good game or if the 76ers weren't doing good. Um, Andre Iguodala is one of their franchise players. He played with the 76ers from 2004 to 2012. And yeah, during that time, people were just giving him a hard time the whole time. So um, to execute this long-term plan, they were going to hear it from the Philadelphia fans. 
during these uh, this time that Sam Sam Hinkie was the general manager in 2015, they lost more games than any other team, and broke the NBA record for consecutive games lost. And they only went 10 and 72, won 10 games out of 82 games, <laughs> lost 70. That is just that is just crazy. The patience you have to have as a fan, as a as people in general, the NBA fans even were pretty upset with the 76ers during this time. But for a team to purposely lose and go against our culture of competitiveness and as a nation and go against everything really, um, the NBA goes for to lose 72 games was pretty crazy. Um, it made them the second worst NBA team of all time which I'm not sure who the, the first worst, but to lose <laughs> to lose more than 72 games is crazy. So um, during this time, they acquired a, um, Joel Embiid. He is an all-star currently from Cameroon. He's a very good player, funny guy, um, but he was hurt the few seasons that he, he started there. And there was a podcast, the, the two hosts, Michael Levin and Spike Eskin, they popularized this motto called trust the process, which I, I don't know. Most sports fans have heard of this trust the process. Um, it's kind of a, a popular saying and they heard him, uh, giving a speech and he said, um, just work he, the, the speech, sorry, the speech was after a game and one of the 76ers players uh, said that the management had told him to just work hard and trust the process. So Levin, he he took that and he made that the 76ers war cry almost to trust the process. So during the time the fans started trusting the process, understand the, the tanking, if you will, the losing on purpose. And they, they went with it. They trusted it. And... At the end of 2015, Sam Hinkie was relieved of his duties as general manager. Um, they were still losing during that 10 and 72 season. The fans were kind of restless and the ownership was restless. The NBA league as a whole didn't like them losing that much. So they, they relieved him of his position. And after that, he said, it's clear now that I won't see the harvest of the seeds we planted, but that's okay. Life's like that. So with the acquisition of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, the 76ers have finished the last two seasons at the third seed at the top of the East Conference. They've even had a deep run in the playoffs, but even, even though they aren't champions, they still went from the 14th to the 15th seed in three years straight almost to the third seed, to the top of the, the Eastern Conference and, and play deep in the playoffs. So they weren't worried about the immediate results. This is the most important part of this whole story. They weren't fixated. They weren't stressing so much those immediate results, but Sam Hinkie had a plan that they were going to be a top-tier team in a long-term span, and that's what they did. So... I, I want to talk about this long-term goals, long-term, and not so much on this short-term stuff. 
uh, me personally, I'm a very impulsive person. I am very just, I want things now instant, you know, right away. And it's been very difficult for me as I've, I've thought about this topic, thought about uh, what I want to achieve and what I want to become. And even with this podcast, the goals I have for this, uh, I've thought a lot about, Hey, why am I not getting these many, this many listeners? Why am I not doing this now? Like what my fruits, they're not here before me. You know what I mean? So I, I want to talk about this saying the life is short. I used to really, I don't know, not enjoy this saying, but I, I believed in it. Hey, life's short. Do as much as you can uh, live your life to the fullest, you know, which I agree with. But the, the problem with the saying life is short is it creates a, a sense of false urgency. It creates a sense that, hey, I, I might not live tomorrow, which would be sad if I didn't like, I hope I I live a long life, but it it makes it so that we have to achieve, achieve everything today. We have to achieve everything tomorrow. Even people live on average in the U S in 2016, they live 78.69 years. And why on earth would we sit here and say, Hey, I life short. So I need to go and achieve everything I ever wanted today. I got to live my life to the fullest today and go and do everything. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, well, Quentin, well, Quentin, you, Quentin, think real quick. If, if no, there's no urgency, Quentin, then no one's going to do anything. Yeah, maybe, but that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is you don't need to create this expectation, this perception that you right now need to do everything today. We have our whole lives. We have hopefully our 76 years, 78, however long, maybe longer, maybe shorter, but we have time. I don't care how old you are. You have time to, to let your goals grow, to let your systems, your plans, your things you you have time and that's kind of what i want to what i want to just nail in your guys's head today because it's so important to understand that like life isn't that short life really is not that short we have time there's a quote that i want to share from jeff bezos and if you don't know who jeff bezos is um you need to get your head out of uh, the ostrich hole and and look around because he's the CEO of Amazon worth like 122 billion dollars very successful man um but he said big things start small the biggest oak starts from an acorn you've got to be willing to let that acorn grow into a little sapling and then finally into a small tree and then maybe one day it'll be a big business on its own I'm not sure if you guys are gardeners listening. I'm sure not. I have a little cactus here next to me. I haven't named him yet. And then I have another plant up here. <laughs> not sure what kind of plant it's supposed to be, but they're both fake. And I, <laughs> for for the reasons I was saying beforehand, I, I'm not a very patient person, so I didn't want to grow one or take care of one. But I do have two plants here, so I'm somewhat of a green thumb. And I, I do know though, being outside every once in a while, 
going and, and going to work, I've driven by a few trees. And I know that trees do not grow in one freaking day. I know that for a fact. And I'm sure you guys do too. Um, I remember uh, also a little bit of my green thumb experience. I remember in third or fourth grade, I don't remember exactly, we would get these little beans, or not beans, little seeds, and our teacher would have us get a paper towel, get it damp, put the seed in the middle of the paper towel or by the on the paper towel, put it in a little baggie, and then put it in front of the sun. And I remember checking almost every day for... I'd sit there for five, 10 minutes and I'd sit and look at the little seed and I'd ask my teacher, I'd be like, teacher, why in the world is this thing not growing? It's just a little seed. It's been a little seed for two days now. Been this little tiny guy. How come, how come it's not growing? And I'm sure my teacher probably said something like, Quentin, you need to be patient. You're being crazy. Like relax. Like, I've always been an impatient kid. I've always been bossy. Like, I've been very impatient with people when I was a little kid. Like, my friends, my peers. I was pretty shy to, like, adults and stuff. And shy to people I didn't know. But my friends, I feel like I I boss them around a lot. And I always want to be in control. And so, the fact that I couldn't, like, get really, like, concentrated and make this little seed grow, it bugged me a lot. But after a few weeks, after, actually, I don't remember how long it took, but after however long it took to to sprout the little sapling from the seed, the little green stem, I remember coming in and and we pulled them out off of the, the window and we got each of ours with our name on them. And I remember just seeing mine and it was nice and tall, little green stem from the seed. And I remember being so ecstatic, so happy that this finally grew to something. It it actually did something. And I, and I, I was so happy to see that. And sometimes I feel like we expect and we get frustrated and we get so disappointed that these things in our life don't grow as fast as they want, as we want them to. I I remember being a third grader and being so pissed off that this little seed didn't grow after sitting and staring at it for five minutes. And it's crazy now that we have these metaphorical seeds in our life, whether that's learning a language, whether that's building a business, whether that's starting a new workout plan. We, We can't expect it to do it for five minutes and expect it to be to grow even a little bit just like that seed took a few weeks maybe some of these things will take a few weeks we can't expect to grow a full oak tree in the amount of two days so think about that for a minute think about how crazy that is to think that these things that we want to do in our life these good things these quality habits these sorry, I can't even think these massive goals, achievements, dreams, wishes. Why on earth would these good things take such a short time to achieve? It's interesting because we see all these celebrities, we see people 
uh, with podcasts, with YouTube channels that just blow up overnight. But I bet you a majority of them, 80%, probably even more, probably 95% of these creators, these people who even start businesses, most of them have failed a lot, have tried something and it didn't work. They've worked so hard over a long period of time to achieve what they wanted. And finally, they show a little glimpse um, of something and someone holds on to it and it feels like they're, they've become an overnight sensation. And I, I've been reading Atomic Habits Habits by James Clear. That book's really awesome if you guys want to check it out. Uh, James Clear is a really good author. Um, and he talks about these habits and he talks about these overnight um, overnight celebrities, these overnight successes. And he talks about how they reach this plateau um, of, of working, of recognition, if you will. And then they keep working, they keep being patient, they keep grinding, keep hustling, whatever. And then finally, they break the plateau. And from everyone else's point of view, it looks like an overnight success. But they've been working since day one, you know? So my I can't stress this enough, guys. The Q crew here listening. And I appreciate you guys listening because this is important stuff. Is that we have to be patient. And I know that I, I'm, I'm 23 right now. I kind of don't keep track of my age. I'm 23. I'm a young guy. And I know the people that are in their mid-40s, 50s, the, my parents, the age of my parents, are probably thinking, man, this kid, he probably he like doesn't even know the half of it, you know? But I, I do know that those people as well have been working so hard, and they still have time to work hard, you know? My mom right now, shout out to my mom. She's getting her master's degree, still working, you know? So it, it, it just goes to show that you can't just expect to be successful right off the bat. It takes time and it's okay that it takes time because during that time you'll learn, you'll grow, you'll have trials. You'll just like the 76ers fans yelling at at Sam Hinkie, at getting upset with him, being called a disgrace to the NBA for the whole, from the whole league. Those things happen during that time, during that growth time. Sometimes the seeds don't don't sprout all the way, you know? And some do because they know how to get through that ground, you know? They know how to break through that those challenges, through that plateau. So my what i want to get through to this whole episode to wrap this up is that we cannot give ourselves these huge expectations that we have to achieve something in a short period of time obviously there are different projects and different assignments in school and whatever that may have a time period but these long-term goals these things where we want to change ourselves they do take time that's just the nature of them and so when we put these high expectations 
when I I want to, for example, I I really want to um, learn Spanish. I talked about it on my inst on my Instagram page. You can check that out. Questions with Q. I keep you guys updated on there if you want to check it out. I I I put that I wanted to learn Spanish and I started learning the other day, and all the times I've tried to learn Spanish before. I've had this expectation that I need to be so far by this time. And then once I set that high expectation where I'm expecting myself to be fluent, to speak with people within a month, I'm not able to do that. I, I've studied every day. I've done Duolingo. I've listened to Latin music. I've watched Latin TV. And in a month, I, I'm not able to hold that long of a conversation. Then I've quit. I've decided, hey, since I didn't reach my goal, my short-term goal, then I, I quit. And that we can't do that. I can't do that. You can't do that. All of us, we can't expect to be perfect in such a short amount of time. I know I've said that like a billion times on this episode, but it's so important. So what I suggest is that you create... Like in Atomic Habits, if you read that book, I'm going to reiterate what he said. You have to be focused more on the process. You have to trust the process than so focused on the goals. Because when you're only focused on the goals, you're going to quit. Process is what's more important. Your guys' assignment this week is is think about the things you want to achieve. Because we, we all have things that we want to do. And that we want to be successful in. So think about those things and think about realistically, think about how long they have taken other people and realistically understand how long it will take you and then work hard at it every single day. Because no matter how long it takes, as long as you are focused on the process and you're working hard each day to achieve that, you're going to make it. You're going to be successful. You'll do it. Well, thanks for listening to Questions with Q. You got this. This is Self-Improvement Podcast. I'm going to be talking every week on a new topic to get us motivated to go out and do things, to be happy. And this is just the first step. So thanks again for listening. This podcast has been powered by the hamsters. I don't know if you can hear them in the back squeaking on their wheels um also shout out to jonesy for the music check his soundcloud out hey guys it's quentin checking in the end of the podcast i hope everyone is is staying safe out there with the coronavirus going on and everything but i just wanted to share my favorite uh reviews from the week i appreciate you guys leaving reviews um it only takes 15 to 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and it, and I appreciate it so much. But this week, we have Awesome Host, written by Messy Dona. Q was an awesome host, super well-prepared, and had a lot of thought-provoking questions. Great podcast and recommend listening. Q is the best, written by Triangle Smith. Q puts a lot of work into this podcast, and it really shows. I've loved every episode so far. Listen and leave a review if you have a second. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week.